Do you have an invention idea but don't know what to do next? Call InventHelp now for free information on how to get started today. InventHelp provides invention services that help everyday inventors get started with their idea. We have representatives nationwide who will explain the InventHelp process step by step. Over 10,000 patents have been secured through InventHelp's patent referral services. Our services include professional materials needed to showcase your invention and 3D animation and prototype modeling that help you demonstrate your idea. Get down to the details of your idea with a technical drawing. The InventHelp databank includes thousands of companies who have agreed to review new ideas. We've been helping inventors since 1984. Let's help you next. Take advantage of the opportunity to get started today. Call 1-800-356-7308. That's 1-800-356-7308. Again, 1-800-356-7308. It's Rick Tittle! All right, thank you for that, and welcome to a fresh week of Sports Talk. That's right. My name is Rick Tittle. How you doing? Hey, how you doing? 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to call. 1-800-878-7529. Get in and get heard. We're here for you. We're talking sports. This is what we do. This is why Sports Byline was invented, if you like, back in the day. Because we want to talk sports, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, Quidditch, the ball, chess, checkers, rugby, cricket, all of that stuff. And we'll do it together at the toll-free line, 1-800-878-PLAY. Don't write it down, dial it up. 1-800-878-7529 is what gets you in and gets you heard, girl, wherever you happen to be listening. And the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network goes over the entire North American continent. That's also Mexico and Canada. Uh, by the way, we got the lottery tonight in Canada. Got to talk about that. What do you mean? Isn't it here too? I know, but hockey is king in Canada. I remember I had a program director, and uh, it was the NHL trade deadline, and he was like, uh, "How come? You know, in Toronto there would be a million people running around. There would be activity everywhere. It, it doesn't seem like anybody cares here." I'm like, well, welcome to California. I care, though. We'll talk about that. Also, I went to a few different sporting events this weekend. We'll talk about uh, that as well. <clears throat> Going to replay an interview I did with the late, great Vita Blue. Talk about uh, uh, his passing, which was uh, very, very sad as well. And, uh, of course, the Warriors laid an egg on Saturday down in L.A. They're down 2-1. See if they can bounce back tonight. That's right. Every other day in this series, we'll also talk about how Phoenix has tied their series. We'll look at the East Stanley Cup as well. Let's do it at the toll-free line, 1-800-878-PLAY. How about the American Forces Radio Network out there? You're doing a fantastic job, and wherever you are, we certainly hope that you're staying safe. Come on back. Let's do this.
Before New Cascade Platinum Plus, I would pre-rinse all my dishes because my old detergent just wouldn't get them clean. But now, I do dishes differently. A no pre-wash, no rewash, money-back guaranteed kind of different. Because Cascade Platinum Plus has double the grease fighting power of Dawn built right in with twice the scrubbing power, giving me a clean that lets me break all the dish rules. I just scrape, load, and I'm done. Yep. <laughs> so clean. With Cascade Platinum Plus, I dare to dish differently. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television we are dish tv 800-293-0328-800-293-0328-800-293-0328 that's 800-293-0328 collectible exchange is the most trusted sports memorabilia company in the country Carrying game-used, autographed, and other one-of-a-kind items. Founded by collecting icon Brandon Steiner from Steiner Sports, they can also help you evaluate, authenticate, and sell your sports collectibles. Instead of collecting dust, your items could be collecting cash. So check out the biggest collectible marketplace in the U.S. at CollectibleExchange.com. With over 150,000 items and over 80 pro and college athletes selling directly to you, that's CollectibleExchange.com. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. All right, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. And um, <clears throat> by the way, I had a chance to uh, talk to my friend, my late friend now, which is really sad and hurts to say, Vida Blue, a couple weeks ago, and uh, we will play that uh, interview uh, with you uh, soon, coming up in the show. But let's start off 
with the big news around these parts when it comes to sports, and that is the Warriors and the Lakers. And man, oh man, as a Warrior fan, would I love to see them beat the Lakers in a playoff series. That would be very rare. If you're my age, you saw the Lakers literally laugh at the Warriors for not just decades, but hundreds of years. Well, it felt like that. I guess it was decades. But on Saturday night, uh, a 30-point win, and the Lakers were going to the line every five seconds. Curry led the Warriors with 23, which I'm okay with Steph getting 23 if Clay gets 30 and Poole gets 28 and Wiggins Wiggins gets 26, but none of that happened. He got 23, Wiggins with only 16, Clay with only 15. 15 would be a lot for me. That's not a lot for Clay. And then uh, Kaminga <clears throat> got 10. The game was out of hand by then. But, you know, once again, the unibrow, amazing in game one, absent. <laughs> I mean, he was there, but the old saying, lights are on, nobody was home in game two. And then game three was amazing again with 25, 13, four blocks. That, I mean, you just if you try for a layup in the paint, I don't care how big you are. Just ask Draymond. If you if you try for a layup with the unibrow there, it's getting rejected. It just is. And <clears throat> look, this is a LeBron versus Curry matchup. But in reality, um, outside of uh, maybe game two, LeBron and Steph haven't really been the focal points, and, and it's just this this series continues to be just more adjustments. And so we'll see what happens coming up because what happened in game one was that Kerr started his traditional five man lineup with Looney and green, two guys who don't score as the double bigs. And then ham without the threat of Curry running any pick and rolls to draw Anthony Davis to the perimeter, sat back and watched Davis completely control the paint and decimate Looney on the other end. And then game two, we saw what happened. He put the ball in Curry's hands to start possessions, running more pick and roll, pick and rolls, and starting Jamichael Green instead of Looney. That put four shooters on the floor instead of three, and the extra threat was too much for LA to account for as it was in constant rotation after Curry got the ball moving, and it worked wonders. Curry only needed 12 shots to score 20 points, got 12 assists. Everybody got open looks all over the court. So with Looney out of the lineup, Kerr also put Draymond Green on Davis in game two. And Davis, not coincidentally, had just 11 points, seven rebounds, which would be great for Uwe Blop. 11 and seven is a non-factor game for the unibrow there. And Davis said after the game, he goes, I got all the same shots. And that wasn't true. Green defended the hell out of him. And so... It was three huge adjustments from Kerr, playing Curry on the ball, starting to Michael Green, and deploying Draymond Green on Davis. And it worked runders, and by the time the fourth quarter started, the Lakers pulled their starters. It was pretty crazy. So game three, knowing that Kerr was going to stick with what worked in game two, why wouldn't he? Ham tweaked his Davis defensive matchup, and he had Davis on Jamichael Green Instead of Draymond, Draymond then got Jared Vanderbilt, who's about the same height, but who usually guards Curry. Now, what did that accomplish? 
Well, when Draymond <clears throat> comes to screen for Curry, the Lakers just switched the action with Vanderbilt, who had been Curry's primary defender for much of the series. So now, instead of the Warriors being able to screen Vanderbilt off Curry, they're bringing Vanderbilt to Curry if Draymond was going to set a screen for them, which is what they didn't want to do. And, it, I mean, you can look at some of the highlights, and if that's Davis covering green, it's also Davis who has to come out to the perimeter to guard Curry, which he can't do, and that has a double whammy impact of eliminating Davis as a rim protector, right? So why don't <laughs> the Warriors just send whoever Davis is covering in the case of game three to Michael Green to start to set the screen for Curry, forcing Davis into the action? Well, that's very easy for me to say. And maybe that is one of Steve Kerr's adjustments tonight, right? But for game three, Kerr just didn't trust Jermichael to be, if you want, the quarterback of that offense once Curry gives up the ball. He wants Draymond in that role. The Lakers want Vanderbilt on Curry on the perimeter and Davis in the paint. Ham effectively started possessions with Austin Reeves on Curry on the bet that after switching, Vanderbilt would finish him. And he bet right, and it threw everything off for the dubs. And Davis, once again, wrecked havoc as a rim protector and all over uh, without having to worry about any of the Curry pick and rolls. <clears throat> and Davis was everywhere. And the Curry pick and roll threat was relatively neutralized. And the Lakers roll. Now, is it that simplistic, Rick, you ask yourself? Um, no. But it's something that we can see, and we can see the difference. So now tonight, what will Kerr come up with to draw Davis out of the paint and reignite Curry leading that offense? Well, one, he could isolate Curry on Reeves and just let him go one-on-one. -on -one. And Reeves isn't a horrible defender, but that's still a mismatch. And they would much rather have Vanderbilt on Curry than Reeves. But then you have the problem of whoever screens for Curry as going isolation on Vando all game isn't as tasty an option. They still need AD back on Draymond. So to me, whether Curry or whether Kerr, I should say, <clears throat> wants to isolate Curry or run or pick and roll, he has to start a true fourth shooter to just spread things out. And you know, you could say, well, I mean, Jamichael Green is kind of a big guy who can kind of shoot. What if he goes with Jordan Poole? Now, look, Poole, Poole, Poole has had two games of this uh, series where he's been horrific. And he was pretty bad against the Kings outside of one game in the first round. His defense is a joke. His, his shot selection unless he's coming off a screen, is horrible. He, he dribbles like a drunk guy running downhill, but he is a threat. The Lakers will not leave him wide open for threes because Poole has proven that he can hit those. They have to come out to 25 feet. It worked against the Kings. And again, more importantly, the Lakers can't hide Davis on Poole the way they can on Jermichael Green. Guarding Poole will pull Davis out of the paint. 
And besides, he's not going to just be chasing a little pass-like pool around. He's not going to guard Wiggins or Clay either, and obviously not Steph. That would force Ham to put Davis back on Draymond. And then you can go back to your conventional two-man games with Curry. Now Davis is back in the same predicament, predicament as game two. Come out in the paint, deter Curry from pulling up or sag back, and then he starts firing all those bombs. Now, instead of pool, you could put DiVincenzo or Moody and... Maybe you accomplish the same thing. And look, it's almost like the Norman Schwarzkopf Hail Mary if you start pool. But they're down 2-1. They're in L.A. And they need to do something. It'll be fascinating. We'll watch that. I'm Rick Tittle. Uh, your thoughts, 1-800-878-PLAY. Come on back on Sports Byline. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable, priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. This is an urgent health notice for all residents suffering from back, neck, knee, and wrist pain. You may qualify for a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you, but the deadline is fast approaching. Simply call the Health Alert Hotline now. You heard right. You may qualify for a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace. These items may even be covered by Medicare or your private insurance. The Health Alert Hotline is your brace company. These specialized braces have been tested for pain relief. Call us toll-free right now to determine 
determine your eligibility and to learn how to use your private insurance or Medicare to minimize your out-of-pocket cost. Don't wait. If the deadline passes, you may lose your opportunity to get a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace at little or no cost to you. 800-430-9571. You spent over a decade in the Middle East, and I just wanted to say that I'm a great fan of your work. Well, thank you I, very I, much. Don't that. interrupt me, please. Thank you. <laughs> what did I just say? Do you know who I am? You must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. Wow. How about that? Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. By the way, coming up in the next segment, we will have uh, Banana Ball founder Jesse Cole, one of the funnest uh, minor league teams. Uh, I also have stunt coordinator Jesse V. Johnson. So my guests are both named Jesse, and then I'm having J.D. Sharp later in the third hour. Maybe he's a Jesse. Can we go for three Jessies? Maybe we can. <clears throat> All right. Well, a couple of weeks ago, I went to the Oakland Coliseum, and um, I went to um, early because there was access to um, a lot of the um, members of the uh, 1973 World Series championship uh, A's and the New York Mets were in town, the team they were playing, so they decided to have the 50th anniversary. And we had recently <clears throat> lost several players from that team, including Ray Fossey and Jesus Alou um, and, um, and Captain Sal and some others. Um, but I saw in the luxury box where we were doing the interviews, I saw Vita Blue and Vita Blue is a guy that I've got to know over the years and be friendly with. And we'll talk about that in a second. But I'm just going to now, Dominic's going to uh, replay the interview. It's just about three minutes that I did with Vita a couple weeks ago. Here it is. Rick Tittle with one of the only players who won a sign MVP in the same year, three time world champion, no hitter childhood idol and also a guy i've known over the years golf partner what have you it is vita blue vita so good to see you does it seem like 50 years ago or not no it doesn't uh my body feels like 50 years later but it doesn't seem that long ago when we beat the match in the 73 world series uh of course there was a second of three in a row and uh uh we didn't know how good we were at the time so i think that third series against the Dodgers kind of solidified because they started using the word dynasty and legend but back to 73 I think the Mets matched up against us because they had pitching and pitching is the truest form of defense on a baseball field uh, they had Madlock, uh, Craig Swan I think Willie Mays, Willie Mays and they had Tom Seaver 
Jerry Kuzman and a guy named Tug McGraw who was just coming into his own. But uh, it's nice that they're uh, reminiscing about bringing all of us back together because the numbers are fading. We're getting up in age, including myself. And in 73, I was the youngest guy on the team at that time. But uh, the Lord says the same. I live to see my 74th birthday, July 28th. But, uh, hey, man, thanks for giving me some some uh, time to express myself about the 73 team. And uh, baseball isn't what it used to be. What do you mean by that? I mean, with the pitch clock, uh, man on second and extra base, I mean, uh, extra innings. Uh, the bases are now, somebody called them a pizza box. Yeah. But uh, just those lit days. And, uh, well, I guess I can cap it off by saying I'm glad I played when I played. I remember one time you told me you don't like it when they show how fast the pitches are. And now they say what kind of pitch it was, yeah, too. They say that. They say the exit velocity, which is kind of cool. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think that's, for me, I prefer to just pitch. And they don't need to know how hard I'm throwing or what the pitch was itself. I, I'm sure it's their attempt to keep the TV audience captured and glued to the TV, but some of that stuff is, is uh, to me. Oh, Raleigh Fingers and I have talked about this before. The pitch, the strike zone box, when the when the pitch is uh, pitching, the way it locates the pitch itself, he said that drives him crazy. <laughs> so that's just another opinion about the way the game is played today. One more question for you, Vida. When you came in, you were so good so early. Did you think at first this is easy? Like, what was that adjustment period? Because you were, like you said, you were so young and you were so good. Man, I was scared as hell. It took me five years to get comfortable of not feeling though I was going to get back, get sent back to AAA. So uh, that's kept me on my toes and made me work my tail off. Hey, John. And uh, it uh, it got my attention. So. I know there's a big line waiting for you. Vita Blue, thank you so much, my man. Thank you, sir. Thank you. All right, so that was with uh, Vida. We were in <clears throat> a little uh, luxury box before the game, and I also interviewed uh, Campy Campanaris and also um, John Blue Modem. Let's go to uh, New York. We got Charlie on the line. Go ahead, Charlie. Well, I want to talk about the Warriors, but was Vida was Vida sick? Was he was he ill, or was this a sudden passing? He had uh, colon cancer. Um, I knew it uh, as his friend. I didn't tell anybody. I actually let it slip to Ken Korak, the voice of the A's. Then I told him, you know, don't say it on the air. But and I heard the night before it was announced. And uh, yeah, so he was in a wheelchair and he was looking really skinny, but he was going through chemo. And he told me that, you know, he hoped it was going to work. So, yeah, it was it was sad. Oh, okay. So he was, yeah, it was a rough weekend for the A's with Vida and then uh, Kuiper saying, did you see yeah. what he said on the air? Oh, boy. Is let me, he, let me just throw this losing? in. I mean, Glenn and I basically grew up together in broadcasting. We worked in uh, TV together for 10 years. I've known Glenn for 30 years, and that's just a horrific slip of the tongue. That's all that is. No, I I agree, and I, and I, I love when I did watch A-games. 
I always loved him with Fosse, and 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 I saw it. You know, it's just uh, bad, bad stuff. But uh, yeah. yeah, no, I I fully agree. But un- unfortunately, he may. I don't know. Did he he suspended? Right? Is that he suspended? Yeah, you him? you can't say that word even by mistake and not at least get suspended. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, I, <laughs> yes, I, I know. I, yeah, when, when, when I, yeah, yeah, no, I, well, I the, agree. The, the, I the head agree. of the Negro League Museums and Dave Stewart, they both said, look, he made a mistake. He's not racist. So hopefully cooler heads will prevail. Yeah, I, I hope so. Anyway, let's get to the Warriors. I fully agree with everything you say. They got to break the break. Uh, gla- use in case of emergency and start pool. I am not a fan of pool. His erratic playing and his yeah. running around like uh, what they say someone said every time Kerr puts him in, it's like he spins him around three times real quick and then pushes him out onto the court. He, he, uh, uh, he I, you know, but when, but when he's good, he's really good. He mm-hmm. has not been good enough in these playoffs like last year's run. Um, but yeah, Jermichael Green. If he's not hitting hitting shots, and I, I all due respect to him, uh, he's useless on the court. So you got to and and I've been saying this from day one. And it, 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 Draymond Green has to be good. Draymond Green, and throughout these playoffs, he's been mostly bad. Draymond Green. He had a great game two. He had a great uh, was it game five, and maybe he was okay in game seven. So out of ten playoff games, he's been real. He's been good or really good for two and a half and non-existent and technically non-existent for one of those games. So Draymond Green needs 10 and 15 points, and he has to he just has to get under a, a, uh, Anthony Davis. Uh, but I don't, I don't know. I, I, every time I have a good feeling about this team, they lay a stinker like Saturday night. I mean, that game they were cruising along at 40 to 29. Uh, Steph had that. They, they, I think they got a steal. Threw it up to Clay. Clay wasn't even looking for it, and that from that point on, Lakers went on a thirty-two-eight run. Um, so, I mean, in addition to Poole spreading the floor, I, I, I fully agree with that. It just they can't turn the ball over nineteen times, yeah. twenty times. It is it's killing them, and it's and it's the stupid turnovers, the nonsensical throw. Just it makes and I it's, they can't do that. So I don't know. I don't have a feeling for tonight's game. I can easily see it going either way. I mean, I didn't think after they laid that stinker in game six against the Kings, then they had the iconic 50-pointer in game seven. They got to treat tonight like game seven, in my opinion, because if they can get back to two to two, then it's a best of three with home court advantage. They got to, I don't know what that means. Curry needs to go nuclear. They just got to, I don't have a feeling for tonight's game. Anyway, that's, that's all I got. I'll keep listening, buddy. Thanks. I appreciate that, uh, Charlie. And I got more to say about um, uh, Vida as well. But, uh, yeah, it, it, it's weird. I don't. How can you really have a feeling for this series when you don't know which team is going to show up? When game two, you win by 30, and then game three, you lose by 30. <laughs> how are you supposed to prognosticate that? gun to my head and please don't put a gun to my head lakers win because they're at home and they have momentum for whatever that means all right we'll take a quick break we'll come back with the owner of the savannah bananas we'll do that next right here on sports byline
Next up, straight talk from Doug. Ever notice that saying no offense is offensive? Like, no offense, but you're overpaying for your wireless. See? Offensive. That's the Straight Talk talking. Get unlimited plans as low as $35 a month from Straight Talk and America's most reliable 5G network. Available at Walmart and Walmart.com. On the $35 plan, first 10 gigabytes data at high speed, then 2G speeds. Refer to the latest terms at straighttalk.com. Based on most first place ranking, root metrics, second half 2022 assessments of 125 metros. Experiences vary, not an endorsement. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. 
All right. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show the founder, the founder of the Savannah Bananas, one of the most entertaining minor league teams. Uh, it's Jesse Cole, and Jesse here is here to talk about the uh, new book, which is coming out on the 16th of this month, called Banana Ball, the unbelievably true story of the Savannah Bananas. First of all, Jesse, uh, welcome to the show. When did your love for baseball and then the dream come true to acquiring a team? How did that go down? <laughs> well, I loved the idea of playing baseball. I, when I started watching the game, I fell quickly out of love of baseball. That's why we helped develop Banana Ball. But yeah, I mean, it was it was a dream of mine to play professional baseball and then now to create something that could bring joy to so many more people and you know, sleeping on an airbed seven years ago, having to sell our house, to now having you know hundreds of thousands of people visit us from all over the world. It's been pretty special evolution. The other thing is, too, you could have – we'll talk about how entertaining your team is between and outside the lines. But, you know, just having a great name, a great logo, how about the merch? Because you guys got to be up there in the top five in minor league merch. <laughs> well – you know, we, we give away millions of dollars every year. We have no ticket fees, no convenience fees, no service fees. We pay every fan's taxes. We have no shipping fees. We have no advertising at our stadium. Um, but, yes, you know, merchandise uh, is actually eclipsing major league teams right now, which is crazy. So we are very fortunate that we have fans all over the world. We've bought a new 20,000-square-foot warehouse. So our, our fans support us, and that's who we work for. That's absolutely amazing. And you guys also are very smart when you think about getting the young fan. You uh, dominate TikTok, don't you? <laughs> well, at first I had no idea what TikTok was. So, yeah, we just started putting on videos and sharing, you know, our breakdancing coach and our male cheerleading team and our senior citizen dancing, the banana bananas, and sharing our players come up to bat with bats on fire. And all of a sudden fans, you know, especially the younger gener generation, just started falling through. And to think that we're about to hit 6 million followers, uh, five million more than any major league baseball team. It's just crazy to think of. The banana nanas. That is too funny. How old do you have to be to be a banana nana? Uh, Sixty-five. We we have uh, there's hundreds <laughs> that reach out every year to be a banana nana or uh, to put their baby on the wait list to be the banana baby before the game, which is crazy as well. Now, how much do you get from other teams? Some crotchety guy chewing on a cigar saying. This is baseball. You got to take it seriously. I'm trying to develop talent here. What's up with this clown show? <laughs> we certainly get it. And I believe if you're not getting criticized, you're playing it safe. So, you know, what we focus on is not just who you're for, but who you're not for. And we aren't for that person. We aren't for the baseball purists, the baseball traditionalists. We're for people that want to come out and have fun and not take themselves too seriously. What happens is that we convert a lot of baseball purists when they watch our banana ball game, our two hour time game, where you know, batters can steal first. There's no walk, no stepping out of the box. And if fans catch a foul ball, it's an out. So these purists are like, wow, that's actually a fast-paced game, and I'm into it. And so we have been able to convert a lot. And the ones that we don't, hey, you got the greatest baseball players in the world playing Major League Baseball. you got plenty of opportunities to watch them. Now, what about the guy who hits a ball into the stands and a fan catches it and he's called out? Have you ever seen any uh, guy in the batting batter's box do a complete meltdown over that? <laughs> uh, only maybe acting wise, but uh, no, we've, we've had, I mean, we had three in one game earlier this tour in Alabama. Uh, we had four, I think in Steinbrenner field home in the Yankees spring training home. 
I mean, even people catch bananas balls, and that's when the whole stadium starts booing them. But, uh, no, if they catch a ball for us for an out, we'll bring them on the field. It's often a kid. We'll celebrate them. They get to hang on the dugout with us, and that kid becomes a celebrity. <laughs> and uh, you're still in the Coastal Plain League, is that right? No, we left that league last year to just do complete okay. banana ball all, all over the country. Okay, that's what I was wondering, too, because that was mostly um, like a college wood bat league, right? Correct, and now we're professional. Yeah, we, we had six years there. We were fortunate to win three championships, and then we left, and now it's all professional players, former major leaguers, top prospects that play banana ball, you know, coast to coast. I just, uh, you know, who were you? You must have had some help coming up with all this um this hilarious stuff who who were some of the people that were uh, helping you um brainchild a lot of this a lot of them were dead uh, <laughs> uh pc barnum <laughs> walt disney uh so you know i've read every book by them uh studied you know wwe circus delay snl grateful dead uh some of the greatest entertainers and disruptors uh in the entertainment industry is who we've studied and then we have a great collaborative team and creative team that every week we have our OTT sessions where we talk about what are the over-the-top ideas that we can do that never happened before in a baseball field. And our players even have idea paloozas every week on how they can do crazy scoring celebrations and things that people haven't seen before. I used to uh, work on the Oakland A's broadcast pre and post parts of nine years. And I used to do every once in a while these TV panel shows with uh, Eric Burns, who is certainly a character Remember, he told me that he grew up in Woodside here in the Bay Area, that when he was a little kid, he would run out of the house and climb a tree. Like he just that energy that he has is insane. I know he would go down to the Dominican when he didn't have to. He just wanted to play baseball. So as your skipper, he seems like the perfect guy for this team. Hey, yes. And, and so he, he was our, our, our main coach the last tour that I talk about in the book. You know, now because of his kids and travel, we're playing eight months. He's not around as much, but he's, he's going to join us in our California part of the tour. But yeah, he brought a ton of level energy. He was very heavily involved with the ESPN series that we did last year. And obviously I talk about him a lot in the book, but yeah, he's uh, he was the perfect guy for our first tour. Do you use to, I'm sure you get the comparison a lot to uh, Bill Vec and disco demolition night and you know, the, the, Bermuda shorts and uh, the fireworks, spinning wheels, and everything. Um, do you you take kind of take it to the next level? But do you kind of see Bill Vack as kind of like your spiritual grandfather? <laughs> I think it's a combination of you got Vack and P.T. Barnum and Walt Disney. But yeah, taking a ton of inspiration. I've read all his books. Uh, met his son. Spent a lot of time with his son. Learning when I was coming up through the industry at 23 years old. But yeah, I mean, Bill was a man of the people. He was obsessed with the fan. He was obsessed with the fan experience. And that's what he thought about. And that inspired us, you know, to think at doing things that no one else would do um, and not obsessed over the short-term profits. I mean, we, like I said, give away so much money uh, to take care of the fans and focus on those long-term fans. And Bill Beck was certainly one of those people. You know, when I think about um, explaining baseball to foreigners or kids, you always say they're not points, they're runs. And you guys say, mm, no, they are points, don't you? <laughs> yes, for us, yeah, you can score runs in inning, but if you win the inning, you get a point. So the most points wins. And we added a new rule uh, to make it even more uh, exciting at the end. The last inning, every run counts as a point. So you could be, you know, three to one going to ninth, but again, you score three runs that inning, you could win four to three. So, yes, uh, my son, who's five years old, he never learned baseball, but all he knows is banana ball. 
So he, he celebrates after winning innings. He goes, like, we get the point. And he talks language that his baseball coaches are probably going to think he's crazy. So that means a team, let me just get this straight, a team could score 10 runs in the first and they get a point. And then in the bottom of the ninth, the other team scores two runs and they win two to one. <laughs> oh, so no I love it. I'm sure that uh, that's hilarious for the team that wins and, and people are breaking bats over their knees like Bo Jackson on the, or do, do, do you think the opposing teams are like the Washington generals with the Globetrotters? They just kind of buy into all this. No, I mean, no, there's uh, definitely a lot of buy-in, but the reality is the bananas, the team that we played the most, our other team, the party animals, the party animals have won more games than the bananas. So every game, you never know who's going to win. It's very competitive till the end. You know, we just played another professional independent team, the Monarchs, and they, they won the first game. We won the second game. And then the last one, we were up 2-1 to one in the ninth. They scored two runs to take the lead 3-2. to two. Then we hit a home run to tie it 3-3 three to three and went to showdowns, which is our tiebreaker, uh, pitcher versus hitter, no fielders. And they ended up winning uh, the showdown and, and the extra innings. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's the reality is everything we look at is how to make the game more competitive, more exciting, and more fun. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's been wild to watch. And you think about stealing first base on a pass ball or a wild pitch, that actually has been incorporated by some other leagues. Do you kind of feel like a trailblazer there? <laughs> you know, it's, it's one, of the, one of the rules. I don't, I don't know if we're trying to be a trailblazer or a pioneer. We're just trying to look at all the parts of a baseball game that could be more exciting and add to it. I mean, the fans catching the foul ball for an out, the stealing first is obviously big. But, you know, I mean, it's, it's – the not stepping out of the batter's box, even these little things make a huge impact on the game. And uh, I think that's what needs, that's what's needed to make the game better. Now, what is this pitchers can be on stilts? Is that during the game? So three years ago, we, we asked, we did a tryout call to get new guys to play banana ball. And one young player showed up and he was an average baseball player. He wasn't going to make the team. And right before tryout ended, he said, um, I've got stilts. Do you want me to walk on them? I go, not really. Can you hit in them? And he goes, I've never tried. I go, well, let's get in the batter's box. So he gets in and he starts hitting balls himself. So I convinced the coaches to give him a shot, and he started hitting. And then we said, can you pitch? And so in the last offseason, he started practicing throwing the ball from the mound on still and became a great pitcher. And now every game he either hits or he pitches, and he's done tremendous. He's the only player on stilts in the world. And I would beg that there's very few people can do what he's doing on a regular basis. All right. My last question for you, the Oakland A's call you today and say, look, we're in disarray. We have, we're void of leadership. We want you to come in. Billy Bean's gone. We want you to come in here and redo this. Do you leave banana ball behind for that big league opportunity? Or do you say, Oh, hell no. The answer is an immediate. No, just like, you know, when a scalper company offered me a million dollars ticket order, and a half million in profit offered buying our tickets for twice the amount so they could sell them because our wait list is over 600,000. I said immediate no to that, just like I would say immediate no to run a major league team. I think we are in the first inning of what we're doing and building something truly special for the fans. So even uh, the Red Sox, where I grew up in uh, outside of Fenway, uh, I'd still say no to that because we're just getting started. Great stuff. you got to check out the book. It's coming out May 16th called Banana Ball, the unbelievably true story of the Savannah Bananas. And uh, it's hilarious, it's real, and it's growing, and people love it. And we've been speaking with the author and founder of this team. It's Jesse Cole. Jesse, congratulations on all your success, and thanks for dropping by. Thank you. A lot of fun.
All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break and we'll come on back on Sports Byline. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495-800-788-1495-800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. Tatel is going to go to the air. He's back to pass. He throws deep to the end zone. Batted up in the air. Intercepted by Dan Connors. It was a deflection hit into the air by Willie Brown. And Connors came down with a pass. And the Raiders stopped the Chargers without six, without even three on that drive. 
cares about anything else when you've got Rick Tittle on the radio. Thanks for that. Welcome back to the show. We still have two hours to go. <clears throat> Our old friend Jenny Pryor is going to join us from Liechtenstein. We'll also have direct uh, director stunt coordinator Jesse Johnson in the next hour. Yesterday I was at Sale GP, and uh, I'll talk about that a little bit. But while I was there, Cron 4, the local uh, news agency here, Channel 4, asked me to do a Zoom to talk about Vita. That's on cronford.com now. I just pointed, I had to find a place in the media center that wasn't completely loud during the races and point my phone at myself. And <clears throat> so there's video of me talking about Vita. But a couple of the things, like over the years, all the things I did to hang out with him, and he'd always call me El Presidente. And I don't, he probably called other people that too, but it'd always be El Presidente. And we had this thing where we found out more than 20 years ago that neither one of us knew how to tie a tie. And so my dad tied my ties. And then when I would take them off, I'd only take them off halfway to make sure they were still tied. And he said when he was on the Giants that Dwayne Kuyper would always tie his. And then we got to the point where he learned how to tie his ties. He goes, I finally learned. And I said, I didn't. So we would laugh about that. And I also remember... It was about 20 years ago that the Raiders, for some reason, sent Vita this huge box of hats and shirts, and he just gave me the box. He goes, you're the Raider fan. I mean, he just was such a great guy, and um, you know, listening to him, it's just talking about trying to make his birthday in July. It's so sad. It really is, because he's just a, a, a tremendous, tremendous guy, and um, so anyway, RIP Vita. It's just one of the sweetest people that you'd ever meet. All right, we'll take a quick break. We got some hard news, and we'll come back with two more hours of titillating sports. News. I'm Richard Johnson. Texas is preparing in different ways for the expected surge in migrants applying for asylum in the U.S. once Title 42 ends. For Governor Greg Abbott, that means sending the Texas National Guard to the border. They will be deployed to hot spots along the border to intercept, to repel, and to turn back migrants who are trying to enter Texas illegally. For El Paso Mayor Oscar Leeser, it means preparing shelters for those who legally enter the USA and apply for asylum. We have two schools that have been uh, empty for years now, and we were able to to get those schools, and we're going to open them up uh, today or tomorrow and be able to offer shelter for people that have gone through the immigration process. Title 42 is a COVID-related directive making it easier for the Border Patrol to keep asylum seekers in Mexico or elsewhere. It's expiring along with all other COVID emergency measures. And speaking of COVID. It's therefore with great hope that I declare COVID-19 over as a global health 
emergency. But the head of the World Health Organization, Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus, also says COVID is here to stay, killing someone somewhere in the world every three minutes. Police in Brownsville, Texas, are trying to learn more about the man who plowed his car into a group of migrants outside a shelter yesterday, killing eight and injuring many more. White supremacy figures in the investigation into the man who shot up a suburban Dallas mall Saturday, killing eight and wounding at least six others. The man who was shot and killed by police wore a vest with a white supremacist logo. Closing arguments are underway in New York City in the civil rape trial of former President Trump. A writer who says Trump raped her in the mid-90s is suing for that and for defamation. Trump denies it and says E. Jean Carroll made it all up to help sell her book. This is USA News. Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. Hey, Dan, how you doing? Haven't seen you around the gym for a while. Yeah, I've really fallen off. Since I turned 40, I just don't get the results I used to get. Could be lower testosterone. Lower T. Yeah, I went through it a while back. Once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone. I got Nugenics Total T, and it's made a huge difference for me. I've seen that on TV. Is it for real? Oh, yeah. The patented key ingredient is something called Testafin, which helps boost free and total testosterone levels to help you trim up and stay lean. And it's made a difference for you? Man, I feel like I'm in my 20s again, at work, in the gym, and in the bedroom. Are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try it for themselves? Yeah, you just need to send them a text. Text STAPLE to 321321 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea, the number one selling testosterone booster at GNC. Plus, text now, and we'll include a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, our most powerful fat incinerator ever, to help you get back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text STAPLE to 321321. That's STAPLE to 321321. California's legislature is a step closer to being the first in the nation to come up with a plan to pay reparations for racial injustice. Those proposals will compensate and apologize to black people for generations of harm and racial discrimination. The state proposals agreed to Saturday include a formal apology from the state, compensation, and policy reforms that will help African Americans gain equity. Economists say reparations can cost up to $1.2 million for every eligible black person living in California. The committee is scheduled to meet for the last time on June 30th to finalize recommendations to the legislature. I'm Skip Kelly. The Golden State's in the middle of a carjacking crisis. California leads the nation in stolen cars more than 202,000 last year. That's nearly double the number in Texas, which is second on the list, compiled by the National Insurance Crime Bureau. The most popular targets of thieves, Chevy and Ford trucks, followed by Honda Civics and Accords. We're now in week number two of the writer's strike, the latest show to be affected, the MTV Movie and TV Awards. It aired last night, but it was recorded instead of going out live. The U.S. Navy has commissioned a new ship, the USS Cooperstown. It's named for the town in New York that's home to the Baseball Hall of Fame. Former Yankee manager Joe Torre was among the many former big leaguers who are also veterans on hand for Sunday's ceremony. I'm Richard Johnson, USA News. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8-Side Network's outstanding 8-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier.
If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Hey, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast, border to border, and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. <clears throat> Hour two of the show now underway. And, um, you know, more um, remembrances coming in on uh, Vida. And uh, as I said, not just that cron forehead I did. A lot of people, you know, contacted me and, and some others as well. And, and uh, you know, it's interesting when you... If you listen to that interview I did with him a couple weeks ago <clears throat> in the middle, he said, hi, John, because the baseball writer, John Shea, was standing behind me and Matt Kawahara, the A's beat writer for the Chronicle, and some other guys, because we all just, you know, I'm sure everybody felt the same way I did, you know, just great guy. And I was lucky enough to hang out with him um, a little bit more than most. Um Obviously, we weren't best friends, but it is weird when I think about all the quote-unquote famous people that are in my phone, that he's one guy that I could actually text, and it wouldn't be weird. <laughs> all the time, things go down, and they're like, well, you have this guy, this woman's phone number, why don't you just text him? I'm like, hey, we're, not, we're not that close. <clears throat> that would be weird. Every once in a while, like a couple times, like Matt Millen, if there's something like at Penn State, I'm like, all right. I'll text Matt Mellon and see what happens. But, yeah, it was, uh, you know, I think about uh, Peter McGowan's retirement party. Got to hang out with him in the back and just drink. And we both had uh, lots of beers together and the celebrity golf tournaments. And I actually had him. It's funny because Kron said, can you send all the pictures you have with him? And I'm like, I have one horrible one, which they aired. It's the one I tweeted out about when we're holding up beers at a golf course. But when you have a, f- a friend who's famous, you don't take pictures with them because then it's like you're a fan and you're not a friend, you know. But the little card that was in our cart that said Vita Blue and Rick Tittle, I did have him sign this. I'm like, you got to I go, our names are together on this. I go, you got to sign this. And so he did. That was a long time ago. Anyway, we'll come back. We'll talk to Ginny Pryor, who is in Liechtenstein. That's right. I cover every country and principality. So come on back on Sports Byline. 
How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a Continuous Glucose Monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. Hour two of titillating sports. All right, uh, check me out. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. If you've uh, grown up in the Bay Area, you know one of the greats when it comes to radio is Ginny Pryor. And some 20 years ago, uh, I did work with Ginny a lot. Ginny actually let me teach her class at St. Mary's one night with a young Patty Mills uh, in it. 
And it's great to reconnect. And Ginny is not only with us, she comes to us from the Principality of Liechtenstein. Ginny, what is going on? Ah, uh, it's so great to be with the great Rick Tittle on the, the <laughs> Tiddler Radio Network. And uh, I am, you can hear me fine, right? You sound like you're in the next room, yeah. Ah, awesome. Yeah, I'm in Liechtenstein. I'm in Balzer, Liechtenstein. I am getting ready to do the Liechtenstein Trail, which is a three, uh, no, a 46-mile trail that crisscrosses the country. Uh, it's a small country, as you know, one of the smallest in Europe, uh, 62 square miles. So I plan to see 300 years of history as I'm walking and e-biking the trail. And I may even see one of the princes or a princess on the trail because apparently they walk it quite often and are just like everybody else here. I don't have to bow down to them. They're just regular people in Liechtenstein. So well, as American, we bow we bow down to no monarchs. As Americans, that's right, baby. No, but uh, you know we do bow down to uh, well, let's see, movie stars. You know, <laughs> I, I, I would certainly bow, bow down to some of the stars that I could name. Uh, what uh, Harrison Ford? I would bow down to him. Okay. Well, I'm jealous. I'm you know on BART with people smoking weed with no pants, and you're doing an e-bike tour of the Liechtenstein Trail. I have been there. I've been to Vaduz. I had a lovely lunch with uh, French fries. That was the main thing I remember. But the thing about Liechtenstein is that they're known for their beautiful stamps. Have you mailed anything and used a stamp? Oh, I have not, but I will mail something now that you've mentioned it. They're also known for their wine, of course, and they have uh, 200 some wineries. I'm going to be stopping at many of them on the trail, uh, and I will be drinking some wonderful Pinot Noir, which is the, probably the varietal they're most known for here. Yes, and of course, as you get in more into like lower Alsace and then in the Rhine region, you get the Riesling. It's very yeah. harsh white wine, but it's not for the faint of heart, Ginny. Okay, well, I don't want to be e-biking after I've had too many wines. You know, I'm I'm a very conscientious traveler, Rick. Well, I'm but, jealous. I've never been on an e-bike, but, you know, I just think about in the 70s when we had one gear and we had to stand up to ride uphill. I mean, oh. how luxurious is this e-bike and how long can you go on it before you have to charge it again? Well, you know, the e-bikes now, <laughs> especially here, uh, have Bosch engines or motors or batteries, Um Anyway, they're Bosch components, uh, German-made, and they can go very fast. They can last about, boy, I think someone told me 60 miles to a charge. Um, so we did, to get ready for this trip, I've been in training in Switzerland, in Bad Ragaz. Have you been mm -hmm. to Bad Ragaz? Yes. Okay, the, so you know it's the spa town in Switzerland. And, well, it's called uh, literally spa, right? yeah. Uh, we did a two-hour e-bike ride um, around the Heidi Land, which is the inspiration for the children's book Heidi. And uh, we went up and down mountain roads uh, all over on e-bikes, and it was a very efficient and fun way to travel. So I've been in training. Um, I did stay at the Grand Resort in Badragaz, and uh, they are a five-star resort known for all of their spas, their their uh, thermal water has been coming out of the ground, uh, well, since time began, but it was first discovered in something like 1245. And you know how good thermal water is for you. 
I did hot and cold plunges. I've done the saunas, um, eaten great food, and am ready to tackle this trail tomorrow. Yeah, Heidi is. Uh, it means meadow or heather uh, in England. But if you anything that says Heidi in it, you want that. It's going to be some beautiful meadow. And Liechtenstein, I mean, just as a history major, this is like one of the vestigial elements of the Holy Roman Empire. And it's it's kind of like having a football team in Green Bay. It doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> Do you know that there is a castle in the town I'm in right now, uh, Bazier's or Bazier? It's hard for me to pronounce the town, but uh, we just walked up to it. It's the Gutenberg Castle, and they have found 6,000-year-old Roman remains and remains from the earliest inhabitants here uh, on that mountaintop. Uh, you know, Berg literally means mountain, so good mountain. Mm -hmm. And uh, we just hiked up there. That is on the, the uh, trail, the Liechtenstein Trail. Um, so it's a castle that uh, has been around... Well, they, they it burned, so they had to rebuild it in 1905. But uh, it's just one of many castles. We'll see at least five castles in Liechtenstein. Of course, the castle that the uh, prince lives in is in, as you said, Vaduz. Mm -hmm. And uh, he, I'm seeing that for sure. But it's just well, a, it's... a beautiful rural countryside here, you know. We'll see lots of um, cows with the little tinkling bells like you see in Switzerland. Uh, everything is so green and lush. And of course, we're just locked, we're landlocked here. So we're surrounded by the Swiss Alps on every side. Now, they're part of the EU, so you're using euros, right? They're not on their own cash? Oh, no, we're using Swiss francs. Um, oh, okay. All right. Yeah, um, the other thing, too, to keep in mind, I mean, it's just, and, and I've been lucky enough to go to Europe 12 times, not bragging, but it's still so much I haven't seen. And when you go up to one of those castles and you look down on these idyllic half-timbered or Fachwerk houses and the little church steeples and the rivers and the forest, mm -hmm. doesn't it make you sick that you have to come home? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, I'll say. I'll tell you, um, you know, leaving the U.S. and coming here to uh, a small country where there's virtually no crime. Um, it's a Catholic country. Uh, and so we will see a lot of Catholic churches. The, the prince and his family are uh, apparently very Catholic. And uh, they, they, because it's a monarchy, have complete veto power here. So if the parliament is pressured in any way to pass um, any of the laws that we have in the states. Um, the prince, the principality, uh, the the monarchy can veto those those laws. So, for instance, um, gay marriage, abortion, uh, if any of those things come up, and you know how countries are being pressured these days. Uh, mm. In this country, the monarchy can veto, and apparently they're holding pretty firm with traditions here in Liechtenstein. But it's, now, it, again, it's, it's a country where we don't have to worry about crime and it's just beautiful. And when you're on the trail, you say hello to people by saying hoy, H-O-I, hoy. And that's how you greet people on the trail. Interesting. I have never heard that one. Now, yeah. as you take the trail and you get up probably to maybe like Schoenwald, you're, you're basically on the Austrian border, but you're going to stay in Liechtenstein the whole time, right? Yes, yes. Uh, Liechtenstein borders, as you know, Rick, uh, Austria and Switzerland. Those are the two mm -hmm. countries that it borders. But I will <laughs> on the trail be staying entirely in Liechtenstein. 
and uh, it will take me four days. Um, it one person I was told jogged the entire trail and did it in one day. That's not me. <laughs> I'm I'm going to be e-biking and walking uh, six six point two miles each of the two days, and then e-biking the third and fourth days. Oh, by the way, you know they have an app for the Liechtenstein Trail uh, that you download, and I will be using that to uh, you hold your phone up to it, and you can learn all about the three hundred year history of Liechtenstein. This app and the trail were created in. Um, Nine, uh, 2019 for the 300th anniversary. So uh, we're looking forward to learning all about the 11 towns and villages that we'll be going through on this trail, all with an app. Um, and you know, it's just high, high tech in many ways here, but it's also very traditional and sweet and just beautiful. Well, I have to say, um... This might be the most jealous I've ever been after an interview. We've been speaking with Ginny Pryor. And of course, Ginny, where can we find out more about you and follow you? Oh, GinnyPryor.com, of course. Uh, there it it's is. Quite a, yeah, I've, I've built quite a, a monetary um, fiefdom with my website. <laughs> uh, I, you, know, you can follow me on uh, Instagram and Facebook. And just to give a plug to the Bay Area Travel Writers, an organization which I run in San Francisco, and we have uh, members worldwide who are travel journalists and our destination partners, of which Switzerland is one, visit Switzerland. If you go to the Facebook page for BATW, you'll see all my photos of Liechtenstein, and you'll discover the trail with me. All right. Well, next time you need somebody, your boy Rick is right here. Well, I wouldn't. I would like nothing more than take Rick Tittle on the forty-six point six mile trail through Liechtenstein. Yeah. Especially since you've been there, you could actually be sort of my Sherpa, carrying my. <laughs> well, I, I don't really need one because part of the package that anyone can access uh, on the Liechtenstein website is a trail package where they will organize uh, your hotels. And they'll you know, make sure your luggage gets from hotel to hotel. So it can be actually a very luxurious experience for you. And a spiritual There she is. One. Her luggage will be delivered and she'll have an electric bike going all over the Liechtenstein Trail. Ginny Pryor, always great talking to you uh, and uh, have fun. Like I said, I'm really jealous. I will check in with you again. I don't want to leave your uh, titular audience hanging, Rick Tittle. Okay, thank you for that. I'm Rick Tittle. I've never been called Tittler, but we are here for you. 1-800-878-PLAY. Come on back.
Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable, priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. Now you see that evil will always triumph because good is dumb. Tittle always goes commando. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. 
And uh, coming up in the next segment, we'll have director and stunt coordinator Jesse V. Johnson. It'll be our second Jesse <clears throat> of the day uh, as well. Um, the NHL <clears throat> draft lottery is tonight, and it's basically the Connor Bedard sweepstakes. This is the guy who's going to go number one overall. That's just the way it's going down. Uh, number two overall is going to be Adam Fantilli. Adam Fantilli, uh, 18 years old with Michigan, won the Hobie Baker, which is the hockey Heisman, led all NCAA players with 65 points, 30 goals, 35 assists in 36 games, helped the Wolverines get to the Frozen Four. And <clears throat> were it not for Connor Bedard, he would be the number one overall pick. And Bedard helped Canada win the gold medal at the junior championships. He had 23 points, nine goals, and 14 assists in seven games. It's the most player, it's the most points ever for a Canada player in that tournament. And it's just, you never, the scouts say, you never see a guy who pulls you off your seat like Bedard does. The last guy that was supposed to be uh, like this was <clears throat> Another Connor, Connor McDavid with the Oilers. <clears throat> and you see what he's doing to Vegas right now. And so this will be at the NHL Network Studios in Secaucus at 5 o'clock tonight. This will be right before the Warrior game. And um, he plays, does Connor Bedard for the Regina Pats. He's 17 years old. He said, I've said 100 times, no one knows who's going number one. I think for the lottery, I'll watch it as a fan. If I am fortunate enough to go number one, that's awesome. But there are so many great players in the draft, and I'm sure the team that gets that spot or the top pick will be looking at a bunch of guys and have a tough decision with the talent in the draft. <clears throat> no, they won't. But I'll tell you that Fantilli is no booby prize. And maybe if you like a guy who's done it at the NCAA level more than in the juniors, then maybe you would like Fantilli, but it's not going to happen. But here's the interesting thing about this lottery. There are two lotteries. There'll be a lottery for the number one pick, then it will reset, and there'll be another lottery for the number two pick. And then that's it. So teams can only move up 10 selections if it wins one of those two lotteries. Only the the top 11 teams in the lottery are eligible to receive the number one selection in the draft. <clears throat> Once the two top picks have been established, the remaining teams are picked three through 16 based on inverse order of the final regular season standings. So in other words, you might win one, you might win two. If you didn't get it, it's just where you're supposed to draft. So <clears throat> the Ducks they were the worst team in hockey and their number one pick odds are 18 and a half. Then you get the blue jo blue jackets who are 13 and a half. Uh, the coyotes, by the way, have two picks their own as well as the Sens. They got that as part of the defenseman Jakob Chitron trade back on March 1st. But if the senators pick is in the top five, it stays in Ottawa and then it's unprotected next year. Um, the other thing is when you look at the uh, 
the odds for like my Sharkies, they are fourth at nine and a half percent. So there is a chance, <clears throat> basically a 10% chance for the Sharks to get in. And if they get Bedard or Fantilli, that would be amazing. I would love Bedard. I wouldn't mind Fantilli. Now, the top two players on Central Scouting's final ranking of international skaters are also going to be top five. Leo Carlson. Can we have another Swede named Carlson? This guy is Carlson with a C. He plays for Orobro in the Swedish Hockey League. And there's another guy in the Continental League with a K. Of course, that's Russia. That's Matvey Michov. Plays for St. Petersburg, the Ska team. Whenever you see Ska, S-K-A, it used to be C-S-K-A. That meant the Red Army team. And, yeah, the Red Army had – so that's kind of – they took off the C, and it's a vestigial of that. But any soccer team or hockey team with Ska, just thought I'd throw that in. Um, the Canadians won the draft last year, and they took Uri Slavkovsky with the number one overall pick, <clears throat> if you recall. Or maybe you don't. But the um, – uh, of course, the the fortunes of a team can change. Now, every once in a while, you get a pick who is further down. You know, you think about Joe Pavelski as a six-round pick. Even though he was a national champ at Wisconsin, and he was the guy, he just was so little that he didn't get a lot of love. Not at all. All right, one more thing I um, wanted to bring up about the uh, hockey draft is just the other thing that's so weird about it is that this guy that you draft – is not coming to camp. <laughs> well, <clears throat> that's not necessarily true. Um, he can. But mostly he's going to go back to his junior team or he's going to go back to college. Isn't that weird? And so every once in a while, the Sharks will send an announcement saying, the Sharks have signed blah, blah. And they go, they drafted him three years ago at the University of Denver. Like, What? Or the Sharks announced the signing of, yeah, we drafted him out of Boston College. He's, you know, went to BU, he went to Michigan. So it's weird to get drafted and then go back to your college team or your juniors, but that's just the way it works. You know, and then you can think about the WHL as a minor league. It's really not. It's the AHL that's more of the minor league. So <clears throat> you think about all these great teams, especially in the uh, the Quebecois League. And the youngsters go through like the Thorntons and the Marlows and you just the Marlows. How about the Marlies? What a great minor league team they are. The team in London, Ontario, that's where Joe Thornton came through. So when you think about drafting in Major League Baseball, you'll draft some high school kid and you might say, well, we'll see you in a few years. Even when the A's drafted Sonny Gray, it was like, well, we'll see you in probably two or three years. We're not going to see you right now. It's always a complete aberration when a guy gets called up and we've had one guy in the big so far that was drafted last June that is in the bigs, but it's a complete aberration. There are some people who just basically miss the minor leagues entirely. Xavier Nady out of Cal did that, you know, and then there's guys that just, I mean, how many, how many minor league games that will Clark have when you get called up? I remember Brian Sabian called up Brian Bocock to play short from the San Jose giants <laughs> from a ball. Anyway, uh, we'll have the the lottery, fingers crossed for my Sharks, who could use some good news. They they really, really could. 9.5% chance for that number one pick. All right. 
We'll take a quick break. We will come on back with Jesse V. Johnson right here on SportsBot. presents an ad from mom when you bundle your home and auto insurance with progressive (laughs) bundle that's a cute word what read it again okay when you bundle your home and auto insurance with progressive you get round the clock protection oh that's darn good because once my sister Dottie, my older sister Dottie, her basement flooded. Get round the clock protection when you bundle and save with Progressive. It's easier than getting your mom to make this radio ad. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. 800-965-1295. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television we are dish tv 800-293-0328 that's 800-293-0328 hi i'm rick tittle and i host the video game review every sunday night at nine o'clock pacific midnight on the east coast right here on the sports byline usa broadcast network video games are way more important than your job your school or your relationship so let's talk about them everything from the 2600 to the 360 i don't work for any video game company so i'll tell you what's worth your money and what stinks also cheat codes interviews your calls i'll give away a game release dates all that and more every sunday night right here on the sports byline usa broadcast network i'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic maybe i could be a food critic these muffins taste bad or an art critic that painting is bad why can't you say you talk to me you're all 
disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Uh, it's our pleasure to welcome to the show filmmaker Jesse V. Johnson. He's a director. He's a stunt coordinator. Uh, he's done a uh, lot of stuff. And uh, first of all, um, let's talk about uh, One Ranger. Uh, Jesse, what's going on here? Hi, Rick. Well, we... Uh, released on Friday across the country with a limited uh, theatrical release. It's available uh, through all good streaming sites. Uh, it's a film about a Texas ranger who uh, is witness to a crime, and he ends up having to go to the UK to track this terrorist down, uh, partners with uh, an English agent, and it's, a, it's all of the adventures and action that ensues from there. I know you're from Winchester, a town that I love. You got King Alfred statue there. You got all those military museums as well. Um, what was it like growing up with, you know, basically King Arthur's Round Table right there? Uh, pretty interesting. I, I mean, I've only visited since very briefly. I I, uh, I was born there, and that was about the end of that. I, I didn't actually grow up there, uh, but it's a it's a fantastic city. It's a beautiful place to visit. I know that. I remember going to the Royal Hans Museum, and the the guard said. Uh, you know, those Germans are nice blokes. I'd much rather would have fought a war against those bastards in Wiltshire. Right, right. <laughs> well, where did you grow up in, in the UK then? Uh, I grew up in a place called Bar in a, in a county called Berkshire. Uh, very green, very quiet and very boring. But the only thing, we, you know, the only thing of any interest there is Windsor Castle nearby. Uh, but it was great for making movies because there's lots of woods and fields and that sort of thing. So I'd, I'd you know recruit all the uh, guys we you know managed to get our hands on blank guns and sort of uh, uh, fireworks and, and all that sort of stuff and make war films and, and shoot shoot like crazy it was a uh, in that respect it was a fantastic place to grow up I, I enjoyed it a lot so if you're from Berkshire are you a fan of the super hoops of Reading uh, I, no I don't, I don't I don't know you know an awful lot about England there Rick it's very very <laughs> impressive I left there over you know over 25 years ago, I'm more more American than I am English. It's just the accent that's really remained in the uh, in the slightly bloody-minded outlook on life. <laughs> well, I'll just ask you one more question about that. Did you get up at 2 a.m. for the coronation? I I didn't I didn't I caught it today. Uh, it's interesting stuff, but I don't don't follow it terribly closely. I'm really feeling like I'm I'm batting zero on these very very uh, interesting questions you're asking. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? How did? How does a kid from Berkshire become a Hollywood big shot? What was that road like? Uh, I'm not so sure. I'm a Hollywood big shot. Uh, I'm, I certainly live somewhere near Hollywood, but it was it was fun. I mean, when I, you know, I, I did a few pictures in uh, the UK as an assistant. Uh, I, I started making little films, and it became very very frustrating. I had the local chimney sweep doing special effects. I had the local hairdresser coming down doing makeup and hair. And, it was sort of like that, that film, The Mighty Wind. Everyone sort of had other jobs and they gathered to make these little movies with me and it was driving me mental. So at some point I sold everything I owned uh, and, and you know, set off to the United States. At the time, Los Angeles was very different to how it is now. It was the hub of the movie industry. You know, you, you would get the Hollywood Reporter on Tuesday. It would give you the location of every you know film that was in development or pre-production or or gearing up to hire, and I simply had five or six different resumes, one as an art director, one as an assistant director, one as a 
one is a location scout, one is a camera assistant, and you'd have them all stacked, and you'd go knocking on doors and just seeing what you could do. Uh, and it would be a, uh, you know, you'd work on three or four different films a week. It was absolutely fantastic sort of way of learning. Uh, I started to get a reputation as someone who was good with crowds, crowds of extras, crowds of stunts, crowds, you know, crowd scenes. And uh, I was lucky enough to sort of keep working doing that as an assistant director in the, in the, in the background. I did Shawshank Redemption, Mr. Holland's Opus, Mortal Kombat, uh, How to Make an American Quilt, uh, these pictures that, that had 200 to, to 2,000 in the case of Shawshank Redemption on one day, like 2,500 extras. And it, it was a really good learning place. But short, you know, somewhere around there, I realized I wasn't making any money at all. So I edged into stunt work, which was something I had trained at as a martial artist earlier in life. And it really came quite easily and I enjoyed it. And it was uh, a lot more satisfying in terms of, you know, how much you were being paid and how the sort of hours you were keeping as an assistant director, you come in first and leave last. So, you know, you're exhausted by the end of the film. Uh, and I knew that to become a director involved writing my way and writing scripts that people would like. So you need time to do that. So stunts work beautifully. And I, I loved it. I was very lucky to work with some great, great uh, directors and able to watch how they worked on set on the floor and take away, take away from that. a. uh, uh, an extraordinary sort of film school experience and get paid for it. So I, I, you know, I pinch myself every day as to how lucky I was because, was, you know, I don't think the industry exists like that anymore. You know, it's a terribly professional position now as a stuntman. You can't, you know, you don't get long shows where you're brought on and kind of just hitting the ground. Now you come in and you're, you're these guys are extremely qualified and they they train like like you know maniacs and they're very very good at what they do. Uh, I think it was a little easier when I got in. Very cool. We're speaking with Jesse V. Johnson, who has written and directed the new movie, One Ranger. Could you just uh, tell us a little bit about what you did on uh, Shawshank? Uh, well, I was, I was a, an assistant director at the lowest rung, I think second, second, or you know something like that, they call it. Uh, and I would dress as one of the extras, and, and it was a fantastic extras casting director. She went to all of the sort of halfway houses and relocation places and got guys that actually been prisoners at, at Mansfield State Reformatory, you know, uh, so they knew they were around and had the great faces that they have, you know, missing eyes and teeth, a little little crooked and all that kind of broken noses. And, you know, these guys looked great and they knew they were around the prison. Uh, so I was amongst them with my walkie-talkie. And, you know, on the day, you're moving around the camera, but at the beginning of the day, where your, your main sort of uh, logistical work goes is obviously getting through the works. You've got 2,000 people, uh, or averaging two to 300 a day. I think there was only one day where we had 2,500. And you've got to get them, you know, through make, you know, you've got them fed, you've got to get their contract signed, you've got to get them through makeup and hair and wardrobe, and then you've got to get them into a holding area. And doing that is quite a, uh, it's, it's quite a sort of logistical challenge. And it's a great way of learning to direct. Uh, so I did that. We had a lot of crowd scenes on that. And then on the smaller days, it's basically, you know, making, making sure sort of uh, things went smoothly. But uh, the crowd was where I learned to sort of uh, talk to you know, groups and strangers and in a way that was as efficient as possible. Not what I'm doing right now with you. I seem to be rambling rather a lot. But, uh, but when you are dealing with a huge crowd, you keep it really, really sort of brief and you make sure you're understood. Uh, and uh, it's fun. It's, it's very, very challenging. And uh, as I say, you get to work with 
some of the best in the game on that one. Had Roger Deakins and Hank Darabont, who were, you know, at the sort of cusp of their careers and really starting to, to make a name for themselves. I'd worked with Frank Darabont or, or alongside, you know, vicariously, not with him because he wasn't upset, but I had done an episode of the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles that he'd written. So uh, I, I sort of told him how much I'd enjoyed that, and that being one of my first gigs in Czechoslovakia. So it was, uh, it was quite fun. He's, a, he's quite a director. Great stuff. Now we talk about this cast and Thomas Jane is going to play the Ranger. You got John Malkovich in this as well. And what's it like when you have these, I mean, you're all seasoned, but how much of it is a collaborative effort? It's enormously collaborative. Every movie is. If you're not getting along well and your lead actor doesn't want to be there or prefer to be somewhere else or is lazy or uncommitted, it, 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 it's terribly difficult. It's very, very tough and it's unpleasant. But if you're all there, it makes even the most sort of challenging day exciting because you're all trying to come up with ways to get to it as efficiently and creatively and interestingly as possible. Thomas was absolutely committed to the task at hand. You know, he stayed in character the whole time with the accent and the moustache and the, the outfit. And uh, in the fight scenes, it was, it was you know, really, really quite exciting for me because, you know, we had a stunt double there. But Thomas really wanted to do, you know, as much as possible. And it's something obviously, obviously we couldn't in all sort of consciousness, let him do the really dangerous stuff because he just don't do that. It's not it's irresponsible, but uh, but he really got into the fight scenes and sweating and bruised and beaten up. And it was that's exciting stuff. It's fun when you're working with, with someone like that, you know, who's at the top of their game and really, really doing great. And, uh, you know, it was a, uh, it was, it was wonderful. You know, it was a wonderful cast. Dominic Tipper, uh, who plays the English agents, fabulous and manages to keep up with Thomas. Uh, they're all very efficient. I mean, uh, trained with, with firearms on so many other movies you know it's, it's it's risky stuff now the kind of filmmaking that i love to do which is the practical explosives and practical firearms obviously you know adapted to fire blanks but uh there's still there's still a lot of safety concerns when you're working with those and there's a lot of fully automatic uh machine guns with short barrels the crinkles and the mini galils which look fabulous on film because they're so sort of compact and the muzzle flashes six or eight feet long but then you're dealing with 20 or 30 feet of, of extremely dangerous area in front of that muzzle when you're shooting. So you have to, you know, there's a there's a scientific and, and technical way of going into all of it where, you, you know, able to do multiple takes and no one's getting hurt. But it requires everyone sort of be on the same page. And Dominique and uh, Jess Lealdin and, and Thomas Jane were also very, very sort of professional in that respect. It was it was a safe shoot but looks utterly terrifying, which is, which is what you want, you know. Uh, so that was enjoyable. Last question. We just have about a minute. Did I see a scene where you have like a tank or an armored personnel carrier there? You did. You did. I, I think uh, the special <laughs> effects guy owned the Saracen, so I talked him into bringing it in one day. And it's, uh, it's a tracked, tracked sort of armored personnel vehicle. So very, very quick, but it was fun to have there, you know. And how fun is it to you to go back to London and kind of bring a little bit of your uh, your new Yank self back, huh? Uh, it's, it's it's fascinating and it's fun all at the same time. I enjoy going there to visit. I love making movies there. The crews are great. The cast and actors are fantastically well trained. It's a wonderful place to visit and make movies. It really is. And technical expertise is, is very high. Uh, it's I, I I love it. I, I'm terrified of driving there because you know, I was left when I was 18 and I'd only been driving a couple of years. <laughs> it was a, uh, I, you know, I prefer to be driven when I'm there and just watch yeah. watch the beautiful landscape goodbye by the way i had nina bergman on the show for hell hath no fury she was fantastic oh she's awesome she's 
so gung ho, fantastic. You know, I worked with her again just recently. I brought her out to uh, Budapest on a, on a spy film that I did there called Chief of Station with Aaron Eckhart, and she's she's fab. She's great to work with and rolls her sleeves up and professional. You know, that's those are the kind of actors I I enjoy working with. The ones that just want to you know make the best film possible. You know, and, and aren't afraid to get dirty and bloody and sweaty and muddy and get in there and just make make something that's visceral and interesting. For me, that's the only way we have any anywhere competing with the budgets I'm working with is to is to have collaborators who are absolutely as committed as I am. There he is, Jesse V. Johnson. He wrote it. He directed it. It's with Thomas Jane and John Malkovich. It's called One Ranger. London is about to get a taste of Texas. Congratulations on the movie. Thanks for stopping by, man. Thank you, Rick. Really appreciate it. Great questions. Okay, good. I'm Rick Tittle. We will come on back on Sports Byland. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-390-5160-800-390-5160-800-390-5160. That's 800-390-5160. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. 
And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious! Rick Tittle is a majestic stallion. Thanks for that. Uh, We had in the history of baseball, two guys thrown out for the weirdest, dumbest reason in the history of baseball. I don't know if he saw this. Cutter Crawford of the Red Sox. And... um, he was uh, standing on, sorry, of the Phillies. No, he's with the Red Sox. But anyway, Matt Strom with the Phils. Okay, so they have the national anthem. And apparently they looked at each other and winked to see who would be the last guy off the field. So they have the national anthem. And two guys, one guy each, standing out in front of their dugout, still standing at attention with their hand over their heart. The Philly fanatic went over to the Red Sox player, Cutter Crawford, and did all the sorts of things to him, mess with him, like kept telling him, get off the field. Then the umpires came over and said, if you don't get off, I'm going to throw you each out. But they were friends, and they didn't want to lose the chicken competition. And so they both got thrown out. (laughs) And... um, Crawford said, if you know me, you know competition is everything to me. So it kind of felt like I was being called out right there. Looking back on it, probably not the wisest decision I made in my big league career. I should have known better with how strict they are now with the pitch clock. Can you think of a dumber reason why two guys were ever thrown out? Probably not. I think that's probably the dumbest one I've ever heard. All right, that's why you go to games. They say you'll see something you've never seen before. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break and we'll come on back on Sports Byline. News. I'm Richard Johnson. Texas is preparing in different ways for the expected surge in migrants applying for asylum in the U.S. once Title 42 ends. 
For Governor Greg Abbott, that means sending the Texas National Guard to the border. They will be deployed to hot spots along the border to intercept, to repel, and to turn back migrants who are trying to enter Texas illegally. For El Paso Mayor Oscar Leeser, it means preparing shelters for those who legally enter the USA and apply for asylum. We have two schools that have been uh, empty for years now, and we were able to to get those schools, and we're going to open them up uh, today or tomorrow and be able to offer shelter for people that have gone through the immigration process. Title 42 is a COVID-related directive making it easier for the Border Patrol to keep asylum seekers in Mexico or elsewhere. It's expiring along with all other COVID emergency measures. And speaking of COVID. It's therefore with great hope that I declare COVID-19 over as a global health emergency. But the head of the World Health Organization, Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus, also says COVID is here to stay, killing someone somewhere in the world every three minutes. Police in Brownsville, Texas, are trying to learn more about the man who plowed his car into a group of migrants outside a shelter yesterday killing eight and injuring many more. White supremacy figures in the investigation into the man who shot up a suburban Dallas mall Saturday, killing eight and wounding at least six others. The man who was shot and killed by police wore a vest with a white supremacist logo. Closing arguments are underway in New York City in the civil rape trial of former President Trump. A writer who says Trump raped her in the mid-90s is suing for that and for defamation. Trump denies it and says E. Jean Carroll made it all up to help sell her book. This is USA News. Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. Hey, Dan, how you doing? Haven't seen you around the gym for a while. Yeah, I've really fallen off. Since I turned 40, I just don't get the results I used to get. Could be lower testosterone. Lower T. Yeah, I went through it a while back. Once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone. I got Nugenics Total T, and it's made a huge difference for me. I've seen that on TV. Is it for real? Oh, yeah. The patented key ingredient is something called Testafin, which helps boost free and total testosterone levels to help you trim up and stay lean. And it's made a difference for you? Man, I feel like I'm in my 20s again at work, in the gym, and in the bedroom. Are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try it for themselves? Yeah, you just need to send them a text. Text STAPLE to 321321 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea, the number one selling testosterone booster at GNC. Plus, text now and we'll include a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, our most powerful fat incinerator ever to help you get back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text STAPLE to 321321. That's STAPLE to 321321. California's legislature is a step closer to being the first in the nation to come up with a plan to pay reparations for racial injustice. Those proposals will compensate and apologize to black people for generations of harm and racial discrimination. The state proposals agreed to Saturday include a formal apology from the state, compensation, and policy reforms that will help African Americans gain equity. Economists say reparations can cost up to $1.2 million for every eligible black person living in California. The committee is scheduled to meet for the last time on June 30th to finalize recommendations to the legislature. I'm Skip Kelly. The Golden State's in the middle of a carjacking crisis. California leads the nation in stolen cars more than 202,000 last year. That's nearly double the number in Texas, which is second on the list, compiled by the National Insurance Crime Bureau. The most popular targets of thieves, Chevy and Ford trucks, followed by Honda Civics and Accords. We're now in week number two of the writer's strike, the latest show to be affected, the MTV Movie and TV Awards. It aired last night, but it was recorded instead of going out live. 
The U.S. Navy has commissioned a new ship, the USS Cooperstown. It's named for the town in New York that's home to the Baseball Hall of Fame. Former Yankee manager Joe Torre was among the many former big leaguers who are also veterans on hand for Sunday's ceremony. I'm Richard Johnson, USA News. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8-Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. 1-800-878-PLAY. We're actually going to talk a little football with J.D. Sharp on the other side. He wants to take a look at the draft. He's a week late. Uh, And then we'll be joined by Leo Ford. Leo Ford has written a book called An Unspeakable Hope, Brutality, Forgiveness, and Building a Better Future for My Son. We'll talk to him about that. Sounds like heavy stuff. By the way, just for fun... Saw an article about the cheapest hot dogs in the bigs and the Miami Marlins, $3 for a hot dog. You can't beat that with a stick. $3 for a hot dog. That's the way it should be. The only ones that are close are the Braves, $3.99, Twins, $3.99, Brewers. Of course, you got that great bratwurst tradition back there in Milwaukee. The most are the Orioles. That's right, the Charm City, not that charming. And um, how about 825? Do you know what the next highest one is? The Oakland A's, of course, <laughs> $7.79. Because when you think about what you're getting there, you're getting fine entertainment from basically a minor league team. 1-800-878-PLAY to get in. 1-800-878-7529.
There's also, when we look at the NFL schedule, we're going to have our first ever Monday triple header in league history on Christmas. They are going to be taking over. If you think about last year's Christmas game with the Packers and the Dolphins, it was one of the top 10 games watched, 25.9 million. But uh, Christmas falls on a Wednesday in 2024 because we're going to get into a leap year. So how about three games on Christmas? People always say, oh, Thanksgiving, I always watch football. I never do, only if it's the Raiders and they get blown out. You think I want to watch the Lions and the Cowboys? Not so much. All right, we got another hour. Come on back on Sports Violent. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145-800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. This is J.D. Sharp. I've been developing a revolutionary sports handicapping service, and you can be a part of the beta. Sign up at BetUS.com with a deposit of as little as $50 and use the promo code SHARPBETTING. Email a screenshot of your account to WorldwideSharp at gmail.com and I'll reply personally with my plays. My NFL record this season was an industry best 72 and 33, and this is the only way to know all my plays the moment I make them. Let's keep making money together. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Titillating sports. 
with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome, he's a genius. Coming up next, Rick Tittle. All right. Thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It is 1112. This is the time when we normally check in with one of our friends, the professional prognosticators and sports analysts over at ProWagering and ProWagering.com. We have J.D. Sharp. And I know, J.D., you want to take a look at the uh, the NFL as we have. It's never, of course, too early to talk NFL football. And we have the schedule coming out. We have the dust settling on the draft. Before we get into next year, when you look at the draft right now and we have a chance to sort of, you know, digest everything, what are you thinking as you look at it? Sorry, ask that, ask that question again, Rick. As the draft has now sort of been digested and we kind of have the, you know, the, the euphoria of the winners and the losers and the letter grades we've given, how do you look at that draft now? You know, honestly, I... I think that the sorry my my child is just randomly screaming so it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of messing me up a little bit. It happens. I got to take care of it. I got to take care of it really quick. But uh, I I think that the Seahawks probably had the very best draft. I really like what they did with Jackson Smith Jigba, uh, Devon Witherspoon. I, I think that they that they that they solved a lot of actually Rick can, can we do this again in like twelve minutes? Can I, can I take yeah. Care of my kid? Yeah, don't worry about it. Okay, J.D. Sharp's got his uh, his baby's crying. <clears throat> Poor baby's crying. We'll try it again at uh, – actually, we can't do it at 1125. We'll, we'll try to get him at 1140 because we have a guest coming up in the next segment. We'll try J.D. at 1140. Just be nice to the kid. <laughs> Sometimes you have to put a baby in a crib and just go to the next room. All right, that means we have open lines at 1-800-878-PLAY. Speaking of the NFL, it's been nearly five years since Andrew Luck played in the NFL. He retired in the middle of camp in 2019. Why would I bring that up? Well, there was a report on ESPN over the weekend that Washington was so desperate for a quarterback that they phoned Andrew Luck. And... The story didn't make it clear about who called whom. Did they call his agent? Was it a joke? But Jim Ursay, of course, who, remember we interviewed a guy from his tour where he got John Fogarty and all his memorabilia. Jim Ursay got in problems one time with Johnny Law out on the roads and pills. And <clears throat> he's kind of crazy. But he put out a tweet yesterday. That said, quote, if any NFL team attempted to contact Andrew Luck or any associate of him to play for their franchise, it would be a clear violation of the league's tampering policy. He just wants everyone to know. The thing that's weird is not that he doesn't put a space after a comma, but that he capitalizes franchise and he capitalizes violation. Is that on purpose? So he probably wasn't too happy to see about that, specifically that he's never been on great terms with uh, Dan Snyder. And he was even one of the people who decided to go on record 
quote me here about how much the league needs to get rid of Snyder. <clears throat> Why would it be tampering? When Andrew Luck, he didn't just leave, he upped and left. That's the thing. If you leave, then that's one thing. Or he left. When he when you say he left, it's kind of like, yeah, I'm hitting the road. If you up and leave, if you upped and left, that's basically, it's like, bye, what happened? He still had three years left on his contract. So by rule, if he unretires, his contract is immediately reinstated. Did you know that? And that means the Colts own his rights for three more years. And if any team got caught trying to contract, contact or contract luck, they would get hit with a big, big punishment. How do we know that? Because last August, the Miami Dolphins tampered with Tom Brady. And what happened? They lost their first round pick. They actually lost another pick later in the draft. But we only had 31 first round picks because of tampering there. So now <clears throat> the other thing to remember is that ESPN over a year ago, March of 2022, said that the commanders had considered luck. There's a big difference from saying considered. If you consider, then you call Ursay or whoever's in charge over there, Ballard, whoever it is. And you say, what is it going to take to get Andrew Luck over here? And then he'd probably say, two first-round picks. And you'd be like, what? He hasn't played for four years. Whatever the argument would be. That's a big difference from considered. Because considered means you would call and inquire about his availability. So when you get a report saying they phoned him, that's when Ursay had a baby right there. So you better talk to the... Colts first. But the other thing is there's basically a 0% chance that he's coming back because he seems to be pretty content in retirement right now. <clears throat> and I remember Seth Wickersham wrote an article um, in December. He's the guy who said that when Belichick was told by Kraft that he had to trade Garoppolo, that that was the end of that relationship. It's like, no, both men were mad and both men were right. Kraft said, I can't pay Garoppolo starting money. I can't pay him what Brady's getting. And then Belichick was like, yeah, but I want him on the roster. Anyway, um, he has had uh, ever since then, uh, since that, that May morning in Indianapolis, um, he's, you know, what is he? He's 35 years old now. He has two daughters, Lucy and Penelope, very cute names. He goes fishing all the time. He makes his own cappuccino in the morning. He walks to the store to get his own beans to grind. He goes skiing all the time. He goes cycling all the time. He rows all the time. He works on his Audi. He does all sorts of stuff like that. And then when people are like, you know, don't you uh, miss it? And he's like, no. So, <clears throat> look, was it cold-blooded <clears throat> when he walked away when he did? Um, I mean, I guess so. But 
when you got to go, you got to go. And there was a lot of burden put upon him. Remember, this was the team that let Peyton Manning walk away because they got Andrew Luck and they let Peyton Manning go to Denver and then they won the Super Bowl mostly on defense, but they still won the Super Bowl. So um, I don't know Andrew Luck. I remember chiding him on this show for going back to Stanford for an extra year when he was going to be the number one overall pick. Riding your bike on the farm and going into a psych class or whatever you were going to do in Palo Alto I thought was stupid, but he, along with Tim Duncan, who for some reason went back to Wake Forest for an extra year when he was going to be the number one overall pick, it worked out for both those guys, especially Duncan. Multiple rings, and he's going to the Hall of Fame. And Andrew Luck made a lot of money. I remember I had Kirk Herbstreet on this show, and I brought this up with Herbie in the past. We're tight. And I said, I remember you telling me that Andrew Luck was the greatest college quarterback you saw in your life. And he says, I still stand by that. And that's why they let Manning go. So there's something about, I mean, him walking away. It's a sort of thing. It's the kind of thing like my girlfriend broke up with me, but you don't get to date her. <laughs> it's like, okay. But yeah, even this article, I bet you in Washington right now, Ron Rivera, they're all panicked right now. Don't take away a pick. It's just an article. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We will take a quick break and we will come on back with Leo Ford on the other side. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495-800-788-1495-800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. This is a true, sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately,
Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491-800-361-3491-800-361-3491-800-361-3491. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trust Pilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show author Leon Ford. He has a new memoir coming out tomorrow from Atria Books. It's entitled An Unspeakable Hope, Brutality, Forgiveness, and Building a Better Future for My Son, Leon, welcome to the show, and you were a victim of a horrific case of mistaken identity. Please, if you could tell us a little bit about what happened that horrible night. Yeah, hello. Thanks for having me. On November 11, 2012, I was 19 years old driving to my grandmother's house for Sunday dinner when I was pulled over by a few Pittsburgh police officers. They accused me of being another guy by the name of Lamont Ford even after I provided my driver's license, registration, and car insurance. They ran my name in the system and everything came back clean. And then they just told me that I was lying about my identity. They threatened me, you know, and interrogated me on the side of the road for a little over 20 minutes before going hands-on. They tried to yank me out of the car. I panicked and out of fear drove off, and one of the officers ended up jumping inside of my vehicle and shot me five times point-blank range, once in my neck, twice in my chest, once in my arm, and once in my hip. And one of the bullets that went through my chest hit my spinal cord, uh, 
paralyzing me. I woke up in the hospital, uh, shackled to the bed. I was arraigned from a hospital bed, you know, with several felony offenses, and I was facing up to 20 years in prison. Uh, fortunately, I was acquitted of all those charges and really became an activist. Well, first of all, I mean, it's a, it's a, as I mentioned, it's absolutely horrific. But, I mean, how how did you survive five point-blank shots, two in the chest, one in the neck? I mean, it's basically like a medical miracle, right? Oh, absolutely. By the grace of God, I survived, man. Um, I actually, um, the, one of the bullets actually hit a main artery, and I was, you know, bleeding internally, and so... Uh, anytime, you know, anybody from the medical field look at my, my injuries or the, the medical reports, they are amazed by, you know, uh, me surviving. Now, what happened to that officer? Did, did they face any kind of punitive things, or was it just like a one-week suspension slap on the wrist type of thing? Well, like I, I mentioned before, I was actually charged so nothing happened uh, to the officers. I ended up wow. filing a civil suit after um, I was acquitted of all those felony offenses. Um, but there was a hung jury, and I ended up settling out of court. Now, how, tell me how, you go from that and letting go of the hatred and the regret and the venge vengefulness you have and the power of forgiveness that you've been able to find. Absolutely. First, you know, I had to feel that anger fully. I had to feel the grief. You know, I had to feel the frustration and every other negative emotion that you could think of. You know, I was extremely depressed. And I remember having a conversation with my grandfather and he told me, he said, Leon, you're experiencing the lowest moment of your life. But the good thing about it is it is impossible to fall off the floor. And he encouraged me. He said, you know, since you're on the floor, the only way to go is up. And how high you decide to climb is up to you. And so, you know, it was the, the support from my family. It was the wisdom from my grandmother, my grandfather, and my parents, you know, that really sustained me. But then it was also my will to live. And I wanted to continue to live a healthy, meaningful, and productive life despite what I experienced. And I chose my quality of life. And I knew that forgiveness was the gateway to having a good quality of life because, you know, can you imagine if I was triggered every time I saw a police officer or every time I thought about this officer who shot me, they would literally control my life. And so I took the power back by forgiving. That's an amazing message. And um, I know that you co-founded the HEAR Foundation, Heal America. You worked on that documentary, Leon, that went to the Cannes Film Festival. I mean, it's just uh, when you think about now your purpose as a, a social um, I think activist maybe makes it sound almost like aggressive. I mean, you're, you're more like a, 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 a holy man at this point, don't you think? I, I wouldn't say a holy man. You know, it, it's like forgiveness <laughs> is not the threshold that you cross. I still have days where I wake up angry. I'm a human being, man. But here's yeah. the thing. You know, I, I consider myself a social entrepreneur because as an entrepreneur, you're, you're trying to solve a problem, right? And, you know, 
when I think about my story, I can either, you know, sit in a bitterness and a hatred and say, F the police all day, you know, on social media, or I can actually do something about it. And as an entrepreneur, you know, I always think about, like, what is the most efficient and effective way to solve a problem? And so I, I figure if I lean in to build these relationships with police officers, if I try to, you know, build a bridge and help people understand on both sides, I can solve the problem more efficiently and, and be really effective in my leadership. And I, I would say that, you know, I, I do feel as though I'm making a difference. I've been able to do some amazing things through my, my leadership and through my theory of change, um, bringing police and community together and understanding the, you know, deeper issues that we're facing, uh, faced with in, in our society today. And you think about, you know, looking for the bright spots out of this. Was one of the bright spots that you got to meet Mike Tomlin? I, you know what? I have never met Mike Tomlin. We, we <laughs> do have some uh, mutual, mutual friends. But one of, one of my, my highlights was actually I did a, a panel discussion with, you know, former President Obama wow. and, the, you know, late Senator John Lewis with, you know, Brian Stevenson and a few other amazing leaders. And this was just a few months before, you know, uh, Senator John Lewis had passed away. And mm. these are, you know, you know, men that really inspired me and my leadership to become an agent of change instead of, you know, you know, having that victim mentality and complaining. You know, these are men who got up and said, I'm going to do something about it. And they really inspired me. Yeah, you think about John Lewis, all he went through. That's absolutely amazing. All right, last question for you, and that is when you write a book like this, you have to revisit some dark times. And did you find anything out about yourself that maybe you didn't know when you had put pen to paper and had to kind of relive all this? Absolutely. I, you know, I'm a huge advocate for mental health. And before I began writing this book, I was actually – you know, going to therapy regularly for, for several years. And so I believe therapy helped with the writing process. And, you know, I've heard feedback, you know, in different reviews from my book. And, you know, something that, that I hear people talk about is they say, you know, they can feel me unpacking layers of trauma as I'm, I'm telling the story. And I believe that, you know, going to therapy helped with that. It helped me understand the dysfunction you know, uh, in the environment that I grew up in, which really inspired some of my, my theory of, of change and the solutions that I have. And, um, yeah, it, it was really a, a, a relief for me to let go of some of these painful, you know, experiences and, you know, th these things that I not only went through, but that I had to grow through as well. Yeah, in a way... You talk about John Lewis, what you went through is like your own Edmund Pettus Bridge and your own Bloody Sunday. If you think about how they were all attacked by the police that day, it's a fascinating story. Everybody needs to pick up this book. It's out tomorrow from Atria Books. It's called An Unspeakable Hope, Brutality, Forgiveness, and Building a Better Future for my son. And we've been speaking with the author, Leon Ford. Uh, Leon, you're an inspiration to uh, you know forgiveness, which, as you were saying, uh, we as human beings, it's very hard to do. So thank you for your time, and congratulations on the book. Uh, thank you for sharing your platform, sir. No doubt about it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's interesting when you hear him say, 
triggered every time he would see a police officer. <clears throat> but that's the thing, you know, I was going to ask him, why would they shoot you? And he said he panicked and drove away. I think like a lot of young kids would do. And uh, once you do that, you're basically just raising a big flag saying, I'm guilty, I'm armed and dangerous, and then the police can shoot at you. And shot five times, once in the neck, twice in the chest. That's amazing. All right, we'll come back, get things a little lighter with J.D. Sharp. We'll talk a little football with him. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on SportsBile. failure and often hear those stomach issues ruined your birthday you're too tired to play catch grandpa sweetie you haven't touched your tools since the carpal tunnel syndrome diagnosis if these seemingly unrelated symptoms sound familiar talk to your cardiologist and ask about transthyretin amyloid cardiomyopathy or attrcm a rare and underdiagnosed disease that gets worse over time learn more at connecttoyourheart.com that's connecttoyourheart.com sponsored by pfizer do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. With your choice of select sandwich, nugs, fries, and a drink, Wendy's $5 Biggie Bag is your go-to. Your nugget wingman. Your hot and crispy fry co-pilot. Just like us. We're like the bag boys. What? Bag boys, bag boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when we bring your food? (sighs) 
For a deal you can count on, bet on Biggie and choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Bag boys, bag boys. U.S. price participation may vary. Includes choice of double stacked JVC or crispy chicken sandwich with four-piece nugs, junior fry, and small soft drink. Third-party delivery pricing may be higher. Oh, I would love that. And then maybe afterwards we can go field herping. That's when you go out and you look for reptiles. Rick Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. All right. Thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. We're looking for uh, J.D. Sharp. Might still be trying to calm down the youngins. And so when we get them, we'll uh, pick them up and we'll rightly throw them on the air once again. Gives us a chance, though, to take a closer look at uh, the the games uh, tonight in the NBA, and as much as I've been talking about the Warriors, the Knicks have their backs up against the wall. Of course, they split in New York and lost to Miami, so now the Heat are up 2-1 for game four. And you just think about all the shoving matches and the tight defense and the poor offense. It almost feels like the Heat and the Knicks of the 90s at this point you might remember they met four years in a row, 97, 98, 99, 2000. And there was a bit of flavor of that on game three when Miami won by nine. And they only shot 38% from the floor, 21% from three. And Kyle Lowry of the Heat said, quote, to win by half a point, one point, 20 points. It's about winning the game, however it happens. I've never heard of half a point. I have heard of nine-tenths of a cent, though, at the gas station. So for the Knicks to tie it up, they just got to shoot a lot better. Uh, 20% from three themselves, 34% from the field. Um, You just think about being outscored in the paint, 50 to 36. The rebounds were about the same, 50 to 48. But they just, New York has to slow down Jimmy Butler. He has scored at least 25 points in nine straight playoff games. Nine. Now, he missed game two in the series, and that was the game New York won. But in the two games he's played, he's averaged 26.5, 7.5 rebounds, 3.5 assists. Eric Spolstra, long-time coach of Miami, said, quote, you can't put an analytic to it. It's the confidence level your team has that you can always get the ball to him and you will get something different. Well, who's going to guard him? Josh Hart of New York has drawn the defensive assignment and he has worked hard, but you can't keep him out of the paint when he drives. You can't keep him off the foul line when you hack him. He's gotten to the foul line 22 times in those two games. He's made 19 of them. From three-point land, he's at 46%. So, listen, the Knicks have another issue as Emmanuel quickly left the game on Saturday with an ankle injury. This was a guy who was almost six man of the year. He finished second, averaging 15 points a game. And he just says he doesn't know if he can play or not tonight. Uh, he just says, my ankle hurts a lot. <laughs> 
they will tape them up. Otherwise, you're going to get Mike Francesa all over you. Remember when uh, Mike Stanton, sorry, Giancarlo Stanton, he had like a calf issue. It's a playoff game. Tape it up. It's very easy for a out-of-shape dude on the radio to, to scream that. If it's just a uh, issue of uh, uh, pain, then you should be able to take the pain. Another problem for New York on Saturday was the poor shooting of, well, who were their top three guys? Julius Randle, Jalen Brunson, R.J. Barrett. <clears throat> they were 16 for 51 over y'all. In addition, Bam Adebayo in the paint dominated his two Knicks counterparts. Adebayo had 17 and 12. Meanwhile, Mitchell Robinson and Isaiah Hartenstein combined for two points. So they have a chance on money to get back to their game two form, which is what the Warriors want to do too. They want to get back to their game two form. And... LeBron said after the game Saturday, I don't want to say we dominated them. I think we played the game the right way. One thing we were not very good at in game two is that we weren't very forceful at the rim and we allowed their pressure to get us on our heels in game two. We're very good when we get into the paint. That's just who we are. Well, like if you think about game two, LeBron had 23 points. That used to be his number. Uh, Davis had 11 but, you know, as I said, game one, unstoppable for the unibrow, game three. But Davis did look like he had a little bit of a rib injury when he fell on Draymond in the first half. He stayed in the game, but he was definitely feeling it with his hand. Um, but he sounded like he's completely ready to take the court tonight, as you might expect. And so <clears throat> Steph Curry said quote, we will respond and we have a lot of confidence in our ability to do that. Yeah, we'll see. Well, you know, the, the Warriors looked very comfortable early in game three. They were up by seven going into the second quarter. And as like Charlie was saying earlier in the show, the Lakers did a 22 to two run and they were up by 11 at the half and they never trailed in the second half. The Warriors in the first quarter, four fouls they committed, nine in the second. And that led to 11 made free throws. The Warriors went to the line one time and were one for one in the second quarter. Draymond said, the game stopped. It is what it is. Game over now. Doesn't matter if I'm satisfied. <clears throat> well, as I said, three from nine from three-point range for Clay. Think about insane how insane Clay was in game two. And Thompson said at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if we win by 30 or lose by 30. It's still 2-1 in the series. Interestingly enough, that was the difference in the first or the second and third game. Clay said, we have to remind ourselves we have a chance to even the series and go home. As ugly as game three was, we have an opportunity to respond on Monday, so there's no point in hanging our head and getting discouraged. I agree with that. 1-800-878-PLAY. Another interesting thing, NBA play, uh, players, um, I think, are more, they fight more in the boardroom now than they do on the court, but we saw um, an interesting scuffle between the one of the best players in the league and the owner of the other team he was playing against. <laughs> that was yesterday. 
in game four between the Suns and the Nuggets. It was close. There was under three minutes. Jokic blocked the layup by DeAndre Ayton. You know you're tall when you can block anything from DeAndre Ayton, but the ball went out of bounds, and Ayton fell into stands chasing the ball, and Jokic sensed an opportunity. He went to claim the ball so he could inbound it quickly and create an uneven fast break. The problem is the guy who caught the ball was the new Suns owner, Matt Ishbia. And when Jokic tried to get the ball, he held onto it. And Jokic seemed to shove him as another fan who would later be thrown out of the game for touching the floor, <clears throat> pushed back. And Jokic was assessed a technical foul for unsportsmanlike conduct. And the, the first of all, it was just a little elbow. And this was the guy that was the answer to Robert Safford and all the horribleness that went down in Phoenix when he refused to sell. And basically Adam Silver said, this isn't a case like Donald Sterling. I can't make him sell. And then finally he's like, all right, I can't, I'm just a distraction and everyone hates me. So I'll just sell it. And he sold that and the WNBA team there. And he made a lot of money. <clears throat> so Durant had a T he made it. That's tied the score at 55 in the second quarter. And in a series that has been tight since game one, every point counts. And uh, Ishbia was asked by ESPN about what happened, and he declined to comment. And under normal circumstances, a fan involved in an incident would be ejected. It's less clear about what happens when the incident between a player and, should I say, a governor. But at the very least it's likely the league will consider a possible fine for Ishbia because he dis he disrupted the flow of play. He wouldn't give the ball back. So, but maybe it did prove beneficial in game four or because he got the sons a free point and he fired up the crowd. <laughs> now <clears throat> going back to the East, uh, Jalen Brown at a cow, the man in the iron mask. Um, there was a, a bit of a mistake he had at the end of the game after erasing a 16-point deficit to force overtime. The Celtics were in position to either beat the Sixers to go up 3-1 or at least go into the second overtime yesterday. But then in an instant, Jalen Brown committed what proved to be a Really bad, horrible error. He left James Harden wide open for a game-winning three-pointer with less than 20 seconds left. And Harden, who finished with 42, <clears throat> he took advantage. He sunk the three, and that meant that the series was tied 2-2. Uh, and you'll often hear coaches talk about time and score. In other words, down the stretch of games, you have to play with those two factors in your mind with 20 seconds left on the clock and a two-point lead. The only thing that could beat the Celtics was a three-pointer. So for Brown to leave Harden, to come double-team Embiid, uh, was just a bad error in judgment. And he owned it. He said, just a bad read. That's it. It's a gamble at the wrong time. Big shot by James Harden, but that's my fault. I take full accountability. And he's right. It's not the time to gamble. He came for a bead when the big man had his back turned, perhaps thinking he could disrupt him enough to cause a turnover or an errant shot. But the risk of leaving a guy who might go to the Hall of Fame in James Harden open for a, uh, just a 
baseline three is kind of a cardinal sin at any point in the game. When you invite that guy to fire away, it's not like leaving Jermichael Green, who's going to massage the ball for five minutes, read the ball, put more air in the ball, look at it for an hour, and then shoot. This is James Harden. And the thing to remember, too, is even if you think, look, he, all Embiid can do at that point is tie the game, and you have the ball back with about 15 seconds, which is a, a, an eternity, basically, to drop a play. And the worst case scenario is, is again, you go into a second second overtime. But Brown played it wrong, and he brought that losing play with him to the locker room because that was it, and it bit him. And now it's 2-2, and it goes back to Boston tomorrow night for game five. And it's great for people like me and you who don't care who wins. I mean, maybe you do care. I'm rooting for Philly, to tell you the truth. I just I got enough of Boston last year. Just I'm over them. I think it would be kind of cool to see the MVP go all the way to the finals. I think I would rather see that. But still, we want more basketball, more of this stuff. And, you know, you think about maybe in the first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, it was the same type of thing. Maybe somebody switched off and let a guy open for three, as I said, hard and have before that shot, 39. But when it happens in the closing seconds of a game and you lose by one, then it's really going to stick out. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. And we'll come on back right here on Sports Byline. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153-800-943-2153-800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number. They'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. 
Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, If you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable, priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738. 800-278-1738. 800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. You know, over time, you know, the more and more you do something, the better you get at it. Just like, you know, you didn't become this excellent at radio overnight. You know, you know exactly when to say we got one minute left. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You know, because I'm so good looking. (laughs) Practice makes perfect. You must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. Um, You know, a lot of times when athletes wear certain hats, repping other areas, like remember when Alex Smith was the number one pick by the Niners and he used to always wear a Padres hat because he's from San Diego and went to Helix High School, played with Reggie Bush. Anyway. Then he started wearing a Giants hat after a couple of years, which I thought was fake. But um, Steph Curry has won an, worn an A's and a Giants hat. People get in the tizzy. Even though he's a Red Sox fan, he and Seth picked teams in Carolina. Seth picked the Yankees. And Steph picked the Red Sox. <clears throat> uh, LeBron James always ro- wore a Yankee hat, and then he wore an Indians hat when they went to the World Series. I bring this all up because, speaking of that Philly game, courtside – was one of the best players in the NFL, Micah Parsons of the Cowboys. And he was rocking a zero Tyrese Maxey jersey. And a couple of the Sixers went over and gave him a pound. Now, he's from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. He went to Penn State. He's about as Keystone State as it gets. And he was actually at the World Series wearing Phillies gear. And people in Dallas get all bent out of shape. And, you know, some people saying future Eagle, this just shows he and he said, LOL, just some home support. So if you're a Cowboys fan, you have nothing to worry about. (laughs) Just be glad that he's not at some nightclub or doing something nefarious. He's doing something wholesome. He's at an NBA game, which I would be at, too, if I had that type of money. But I always think it's funny how bent out of shape. How dare you wear something that says Philadelphia on it? All right, I'm Rick Tittle. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pacific time.
I hope we don't have brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> Great way to end the show.